date of recording, the 2nd of July, 2021. Welcome to today's episode of Let's Talk Media with Vedant Okari. For today's episode, we're talking about Anthony Bourdain. And my guest for today is Mr. Dominic Kura. Hey, Dom, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. Of course, so do you just want to quickly introduce yourself? Yeah, for sure. So my name is Dominic. Um, I, I guess I started watching Anthony Bourdain's TV shows um, when I was younger. My family got me into it because um, we're big on you know food stuff and, and traveling. And then I just got more obsessed with his shows as I became more interested in traveling myself. Um, and I, re I really relate to his episodes and to how he portrays food and traveling. Um, because I think it's important to travel in the way that he did, where it's not about going to all these, um, all the famous places and eating, you know, the famous restaurants, but to go out and find the local food with the local people. So, I mean, some of my favorite foods are definitely like Thai food. I love Thai food. Um, looking for, you know, not always the most popular dishes, but also Italian food. I mean, I'm part Italian, so I kind of have to love it. Um, but yeah, I'm a big fan of Asian cuisine, just the different kinds of Asian cuisine. I love it too. And yeah, I love Anthony Bourdain and just his hunger for travel. I think it's very important to travel. And Dom, I believe you studied abroad uh, before COVID or right around COVID, right? Yeah, so I studied abroad um, that semester of COVID um, of 2020. Um, but I also took a gap year after high school and did some traveling myself. Was any of that inspired by Bourdain or was that just uh, exclu like uh, exclusive from that? I think it was inspired by Bourdain as well as other travel shows. Um, I think it's really cool having, you know, travel shows, different ones, especially ones like Bourdain's, where it can really show you the world through the TV screen. And then one day you can go out and experience it yourself. Yes. Where did you study abroad to? I'm just wondering after high school and, uh, you know, during COVID, right, as COVID happened, you kind of had to evacuate back to the Americas. Yeah. So I studied abroad in, in Rome and in Italy. Um, of course, a great place for food. Um, pasta is amazing. Um, yeah, it, it was still a good time, even though it was cut short. That's great. And uh, he has a documentary coming out um, by Morgan Neville called Roadrunner. Um, he's most well known for the documentaries 20 Feet from Stardom and Won't You Be My Neighbor. So I'm really looking forward to the documentary whenever it comes out on HBO. Are you looking forward to the Anthony Bourdain documentary? Yeah, I can't wait. I saw it's actually starting in theaters too, but I'm not sure way around me or if it's even worth going but I think if they said July it'll be out streaming so it's not too far away yeah I'm excited and so we kind of talked about this a little bit but what do you think Bourdain's uh difference is because he is very different from the typical celebrity chefs like Guy Fieri or Gordon Ramsay yeah for sure I feel like a lot of these other um travel or cooking shows um they're really like you know they're good in entertainment um and that's kind of their purpose to just entertain you um, and sometimes they're really absurd with, you know, things like Gordon Ramsay. Um, and of course, Anthony Bourdain's TV shows are also really entertaining. Um, but I would say it's entertaining in a different way and that he's not just trying to show you the places, like I was saying earlier, that are the most popular. Like he's not going to, you know, just the pyramids of Giza in Egypt and then that's it. He's going to the local places and finding the, the harder to find people and harder to find foods and locations. Exactly. Um, really stands out. Exactly. And I like how you mentioned that he went anywhere, not just the famous places. Like, I believe in Parts Unknown, he went to West Virginia and even Pittsburgh and did an episode about the automobile industry. And 
you know, when you think of world famous places, you don't really think about West Virginia or Pittsburgh. So I like how he encapsulated so many places in all of his shows, all of his shows. Yeah, for sure. You're definitely right in that. And of course, Gordon Ramsay, I think people just watch him more for entertainment, like him just yelling all these expletives and very creative insults. I think that's the main appeal for Gordon Ramsay. But I think for Anthony Bourdain, he's just a very good writer, very good narrator, storyteller. I think that's the main appeal for him. Yeah, and I feel like he wasn't just trying to entertain the audiences. He was trying to share these different cultures and foods, which was you know, a different intent from a lot of these other TV shows out there. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I think around 1999, 2000, he published a book called Kitchen Confidential. I'm sure you've heard of it somewhere down the line. Yeah, I actually have not read his book, um, but I think I should at some point. Yes, they have it at the Ithaca College Library. I rented it uh, this past semester. It's really good. And um, before that, he was a very struggling chef. I think I heard somewhere that he didn't even have health insurance at the time, even though he was 44 because he was so broke. But then uh, in this book, he exposed a lot of uh, a lot of malpractices in the restaurant industry. Um, like there are a lot of drugs going on and a lot of mistreatment. And this really catapulted him to fame on the television shows like A Cook's Tour or Chef's Tour and then No Reservations on the Food Channel and then Parts Unknown. Um, so I like how, you know, he's began really small and then just exploded into mainstream television. Yeah, no, it's cool how it started. I mean, his career was really long in, in, in cooking and then the TV shows and books. Yes, and so I'm just wondering, so what are your favorite Bourdain shows? I know you mentioned that you grew up watching him when you were a lot younger. Yeah, so when I was younger, I don't remember exactly which ones I watched, um, but ones that have stood out to me from you know my years watching it are, um, well, one of them, the, the Sicily episode where he goes to Sicily, Italy. I thought that was a very interesting episode. Uh, my family's from Sicily. I've been there a few times. Um, and for those who don't know what happens in it is he goes to Sicily, which is this beautiful um, sunny island off the coast of Italy, known for delicious food and people, and not people, <laughs> delicious food and <laughs> good people. <laughs> um, and so he goes fishing for, I think it's cuttlefish or octopus. When, he, when he's doing it, the fisherman who takes him out ends up throwing dead octopus and cuttlefish into the water for him to catch. And eventually he realizes what the fisherman's doing and he's just devastated by the fact that this guy was doing this to him and showing him around this beautiful place and giving him such a terrible experience. Yeah, I I heard that he was really angry about that. I read about that uh, online last night. Yeah, me too. I was looking up, there was some article and they were saying how like, after that, the producers took him to some cafe and then he was just like, he had 18 Negronis, which is this Italian drink, because he was just like so unhappy at that point with, with his experience in Sicily. And he was saying how, you know, it's a place where he wouldn't expect that to happen because it's such a beautiful location. Yeah, it is very unfortunate that that happened. But yeah, I also watched the Sicily episode a few weeks ago. Uh, with my family because I cooked Italian dinner with my sister for my dad because it was Father's Day. And we were like, I'm sure Anthony Bourdain has gone to Italy. So let's watch a Parts Unknown episode on uh, Amazon Prime video. And so we watched it. It was a good episode. And uh, I especially liked the intro where I believe it's a reference to The Godfather with the intro sequence. Yeah, I believe so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it was one of the weaker Parts Unknown episodes, but I still liked it. And 
I think my all-time favorite one is where he goes to Tokyo. Have you watched that one? I don't think I've seen that one, actually. It's really good. And he, like you said, he went to so many places. Like, my family loved the episodes where he went to India because my family is from India. Yeah, I guess another episode I also really liked was where he goes to, to Bangkok, um, the city in, in Thailand. And, you know, of course, like, the food there is amazing, but he's also there during this tumultuous time where there's some political uprising. You know, he doesn't shy away from the fact that's happening there. And he, he while he's shooting the show and, you know, going to get these the, the delicious food, he's also talking about what's going on and explaining how he's not really sure, you know, who's right and who's wrong and how the situation's going. But, you know, he's not hiding what's happening. I, I do like that, you know, he isn't afraid of telling the truth or the raw truth or as truthful as you can get. Like, uh, he did an episode about the whole Israel-Palestine conflict, and I can't really say how close he was because that depends on who you are, but I do at least appreciate him for trying to tackle the Israel-Palestine conflict by going there. Yeah, for sure. I think it's good to at least talk about issues going on around the world, um, at least to let people know about it and not just ignore the fact that things are happening. Because it's it's one thing to go to these other countries and talk about, you know, their amazing food and amazing things to see, but every place has, you know, their amazing things. And there's also issues going on, like even in our own country. So it doesn't make sense, for, I think, to just ignore the issues going on. And so I like how in his shows, he, he brings it up. Exactly. And a lot of uh, journalists, particularly national journalists, are oftentimes accused of parachute journalism, where they just go in and do their reporting without really capturing the whole thing and then just leaving. And so I like how you know, he is new there, but he's really interested in capturing what is actually going on. I'm sure you've seen that a lot. I'm sure with um, people going to other countries as journalists and not really capturing what's going on, there's there for like sensationalism or something. Yeah, for sure. It's pretty interesting. I mean, thinking about journalists that their job is to just, you know, tell what's going on the truth and they're not always doing the best. But then you have this guy with a, a TV show, which doesn't really have, doesn't have to show the truth, but he does his best to do that anyway. Yeah. And did you know that he was actually filming an episode for, I think, No Reservations, uh, one of his earlier shows in Beirut, and they had to evacuate because there was a violent uprising there. Did you know that? And so they had oh, to I didn't know about evacuate. That one, yeah. I feel like I've seen that for another episode as well, but I mean, it, it, it happens. <laughs> it does. And so I like that he wasn't afraid to capture what was going on, like we mentioned a couple of times. And so I guess that gets me to what I wanted to talk about really is that his shows, particularly Parts Unknown, were not really about food. It was about the politics, the culture, the lives. And I know a lot of people wish that his show was more about food. I was wondering if you had any thoughts about that. Yeah, so I really like how it's not specifically about food. Um, and he uses that to talk about culture in different countries. Because I'm, I'm a strong proponent of the idea that food is a great way to connect with people um, from different cultures. Everybody eats, but everybody has different ways to eat. Um, and so I think his shows did a good job of using that idea of having food with locals and through them learning about their situations in these different countries and places. Have you been able to watch any of the final episodes that came out after his passing? Because I haven't been able to. Yeah, I haven't been able to either. I don't know. It's just, it's tough. 
It is. And I feel like this is one of the very few celebrity deaths that I think impacted me the most. I mean, I'm not equipped to talk about mental health, but it just shows that no matter how successful you are, it can't like 100% solve everything. It's like putting a tape on a wound rather than like a bandage, if you get what I'm saying. Yeah, for sure. I feel like a lot of people agree with that as well. Um, I mean, you know, he was traveling the world and some people could see that like, oh, how can you be unhappy? But, you know, life doesn't work like that. And so do you think that people who say that Bourdain should have talked more about food, do you think they have a valid point there? Um, I could understand that. Um, but I think to that, I would say that there's other TV shows to watch as well. Speaking of other TV shows, are there any like similar shows to Bourdain or just um, travel shows that you watch a lot? Because you mentioned travel quite a lot that you like traveling and stuff. Yeah, for sure. Um, my favorite, all-time favorite travel show is this show called Departures. Um, it's not super popular and it's not easy to find anymore, um, but it's these two Canadian or three Canadian guys that go travel the world. And, you know, it's really down to earth. And that was another show that really inspired me to want to travel. That's great. And, you know, traveling is very important. I remember uh, from, have you watched the episode where he goes to Vietnam and dines at a noodle shop with Obama? Yeah, I did watch that one. I remember, if I remember this correctly, he said, I wish more Americans had passports to see the world, or I'm paraphrasing, but that is very true, especially these days where we're so polarized as a world that we really do need somebody like Anthony Bourdain or just more people who are willing to show um, places that we don't know much about. Yeah, for sure. I really, I really think that traveling, while it's definitely not always the easiest, it's a great way to open your mind and see other cultures because there's a whole world out there with so many other cultures and people and countries. Um, and it's good to see how other people are living. That's like a very huge void to fill, but we do need somebody like him to try to at least make us understand each other and that we're all pretty much the same despite cultural differences. Yeah, definitely. And I guess for Americans specifically to realize that travel doesn't always have to be about going to these all-inclusive resorts and just staying there for a week and then going home. It can be going to you know cheaper places, going and staying at hostels or camping somewhere. Um, and although it might not be as luxurious, you really get to see a place better. And so Dom, are there like any other final comments or projects, books, TV shows, favorite episodes from Bourdain that you want to mention? No, I can't think of anything else. All right, Dom, thank you so much for agreeing to be on today's episode of yeah, Let's Talk Media with Vedanta Kari. I know this is a little short of an episode, but thank you for being here. Yeah, thank you. <laughs>